All right. Happy Monday, everybody. Hello. Hi. So today we have a few different topics we're going to cover. We're in midsummer, so we thought it was appropriate to talk about uh, slow times. We're mm-hmm. gonna, we'll kick off with that and we'll dive into a little bit of goal setting and then building confidence. Yes. Uh, and then we'll round out with sort of, I guess, a pet peeve of mine that you can do what you want with, but <laughs> I'm going to share it anyways because it's fun. I feel like. And you're allowed. Yeah, man. My show, right? Yeah. Our show. Yeah, yeah. All right. So slow times. It happens. Take the floor, Jen. Yeah, <laughs> it does happen. Um, this was something I wanted to cover because I feel that sometimes it's easy to feel alone when you're slow. Like, oh, I'm the only one that's slow. Everyone on Instagram is so busy. I can just tell and I'm the only one slow. Yeah, yeah. That's not real. So if you're in a slow time, uh, for me personally, July is always the slowest month. Actually, another month that's fairly slow that I've seen since I've been doing hair is December, which I know seems weird because it's Christmas, but a lot of people are getting their hair done in October, November. So December's not as busy as you always think it's going to be. I digress. But anyway, the point of this was you're not alone when you're slow. Hold on. Is that across every, like, so you've noticed that across your career, you said? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I used to always feel like December is going to be the best. But if you look, even if you pull up our numbers, it's November. November is a killer, kick ass, you will be blown away month. And December is kind of hit or miss because a lot of people are trying to come in prior. Maybe you get the beginning and you get your regulars too. But I don't feel December is as busy as people anticipate it to be with the holidays. And then there's a letdown. I would imagine because I, all the parties are happening prior to Christmas. Right. So they're trying to get the hair done. I would imagine that six to eight weeks out. And then maybe in December, you can get people in for like a blow dry or. Yeah. Or like I said, like you have that, your regulars but... every four weeks. They're just going to, they're going to sit there. But if you're looking to hone in on what's going to be the busiest or where you should be the most available, November is where it's going to be in probably that first week of December. Like be available and you will build because there are people that only get their hair done in a salon that time of year. Interesting. Um, cool. Sorry, I cut you off. That's Go ahead. okay. Back to your... My, my rant. <laughs> Back to your point. No, I think it, there's... You're not alone. Yeah, it's sometimes you're like, oh, okay, so this is normal. And it's very normal. <clears throat> and I think when you're in a, a seasonal, like July... Um, period of where it's just kind of slow rather than focusing and being pulled down to the negative of slow and turning to social media and feel like everybody's thriving and you're the only one that's not. Um, there's things you can do during the slow time to plan for the future. And you can work on skills that maybe are not as strong for you. So where are your weaknesses? Work on those. You can work on planning out the rest of the year. You can work on goal setting. We're going to get into all of these things when it's slow that you can kind of enjoy that you're a little slow and you have time to breathe, read a book, go for a walk, enjoy some time off. I think something that's important to note as far as dealing with slow times is that frustration piece that people face. And you can choose to be frustrated or you can choose to be productive. Correct. So maybe you look out and I, I used to do this with my last business with the gym is I would look out and start planning ahead for the next year. So for like, I don't know, seven years, I was a dummy. And I, longer than that, but I'm just in this particular example. I had my gym for like 10 years. For seven of them, I would be open on July 4th week, the week of July 4th. Nobody came in. No. 
So finally, and, and I was always like, if I close, it'll piss people off. And finally at year like eight, eight, nine and 10 or whatever, I decided to close. And guess what? Some people were pissed, but majority also they got over yeah. it. So I, I was sort of catering my business to like the two people that right. would show up instead of. The, I think a lot of people do it. Well, this one's going to complain. Well, okay. That's, that's a small percent of who's complaining. Also, it's your business to yeah. do what you want. Don't ever let clients run your business mm-hmm. and so, we still that kind of trickled into the salon now we close third fourth and fifth we just close down give everybody the time off because it is slow and it'll make the days around it busier true so my point was now you're creating some time where you can be productive so if everyone's going on vacation you can take a vacation mm-hmm. or work on something like right. if you need to update your business and you're like i've really been wanting to i don't know paint that bathroom, right or i really time. been That's wanting to um you know, do a deep clean and yeah. like really have everything torn apart. Like there's opportunity everywhere. So yeah. And the other thing I wanted to say was uh, don't assume that things are going to be different if you do nothing. <laughs> so yes. if you just think, well, by next year, I'll be one more year behind the chair. So I'll be one more year busier. So I won't be slow in the summer. Mm. Okay. Okay, Karen. So I, I'm a, a, very busy stylist behind the chair. And I can tell you, it doesn't matter because still, as my months are busier, there's always months that now I'm used to being that level of busy. So they're still slower than those regular months. So you still feel yeah, it's that. relative. Yes, of course. Right. That's what I mean. So yes, you may be busier, but you're still going to have time periods that are slower than others. Um, and I think that's the realization. For sure. At our salon as a whole, I always, we, we, uh, plan for July to be the slowest month of the year because it yeah we close that week like it's so. where it goes yes and we understand like what that's going to be like you know yeah there's less revenue coming in for yeah. that month so you have to account correct for that you know math yeah. like a business and next year July could be busier because maybe there's staff that's busier but it's still probably going to be our slowest month of the year because we are closed down more than other months right and if it ever gets to the point where it's those other three or four weeks around, you know, that sort of July 4th vacation week, weekend, wherever the 4th kind yeah. of falls, that dictates that week as well. But if that needs to be adjusted, we'll just adjust it. Mm-hmm. Like if we get to a point where it's busy enough and people want to work or want to open, course. then we'll just open it up. Like stuff doesn't have to be so set in stone. Right. You know, you want you want systems, you want policies but those can be rewritten at any time. Absolutely. It's, it's yours, mm-hmm. you know, especially so even, I don't know. So if you're independent, how would that affect? You just take that time off. Same, right? Yeah. Yeah. If you're an employee and your business isn't closing, there's really not much you can do about it, right? Those would be the days you request off, just right? Request just request them like yeah. I'm super slow. Can I block yeah, this I, off? Right. Yeah. I'd rather take the time and focus outside of the salon. So I'm going to take these days off. Let's um jump into goal setting next. Yeah, I like this. Perfect time of year for it. Yeah. Cause it's slow. It's slow. You have time. Um when we were talking but about this. We're also midway. Yeah. That's we what are. you were saying so before we I like record. this a lot because if you are a goal setter and the beginning of this year or end of last year, you set up your goals for twenty twenty three. Great time if you haven't if you're not reflecting on them often. Um this is a great time to reopen where you wrote down those goals. Where did you put them? Where are you at? Are you hitting the mark? Did you shoot too far? Did you already hit them? 
um, a great time to reevaluate. If you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I haven't set any goals. Well, great time to start, set some goals for the the rest of 2023 and, and see where you come out. Um, if you didn't set them before, it, it doesn't matter. Just get on board, get some goals going. What are you going to achieve by the end of the year? And how are you going to get there? I, I like goal setting because this. Don't come at me talking about slow times if you don't have goals, because I don't know what you're working towards. I don't know. And I'm not going to pull up your stuff. You should know. Right. Because it would be super easy for me to go pull up somebody's numbers mm-hmm. and look at them and be like, oh, yeah, you are slow. But I, if I don't know what you're working towards, and of course, we do goal set. So I do have yeah. access to yeah. it. But if you have no clue, I can't mm-hmm. help you because you haven't taken any initiative. Right. We have numbers set for our staff for the whole year. And I... We check those monthly to make sure they don't need that they need to be adjusted or not. Mm-hmm. And so, what if let's play it out? So, hey Jen, I am halfway through the year. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling good. Maybe I'm making progress. What do I have to do to? What do I have to work on to continue to make progress and finish my year strong? Well, there's a lot that that's a heavy, heavy question. But so let's say it's a, a financial goal, right? Sure. So I want to make or I, I think wanna, it all I think it's all relative. It yeah. all sort of I, I like I, this. This will make it easier for me to explain how I would break it down, I guess. OK, so, you can do that. But I, I would assume if somebody comes to us or for the most part, it's a client thing. They want more clients. They want to be busier. And that's how right. hair pros think is in terms of and I think X amount of clients once they say their goal out loud, they feel like it should be a obtainable um yesterday rather than realizing it's a marathon and you need micro goals in order to get there so if okay if we're building a client we want more clients so how many clients a week would make you feel good and if you said if i got three new clients a week i'd feel great which at the end of the month would be 12 new clients which at the end of the year would be however x amount of clients and you could work that into a service goal too you want to do so much sales a month Work that into weekly, work that into daily, um, and then you know kind of where you adjust. If you have one week, you get five new clients, and the next week you don't need as much. If you have a weekly goal and you didn't meet it that week, but the next week you're busier, by the end of the month, there you are. And check those off. So say you say you, we'll go on the client one. You want 12 new clients a month, and maybe you hit 15. Well, maybe then now we go into the next month, you should try to get at least 15. Or I would add to that. If you got 15, let's try to get you 16 or 17. And then before you know it, by the end of the year, you have hit that goal. But just because you said you want more clients does not mean that you can just sit around and because you threw it into the universe, it is going to happen. There's now going to be steps you need to write down in order what are you going to do to attract those clients. Just because you said it doesn't make it happen. What? Now you have to put the work (laughs) in. And what does that look like for you? Does that mean you're posting more on social media and your content is focused on getting new clients? Does that mean you go out in your community and you tell people, hey, I I do hair, I'd love to do yours. And you hand out your card. I don't know what that looks like for you. But I think often what I see is somebody has a goal, they write it down and they think just because they wrote it down, it's going to happen. But the next part are what are the steps, the action you're going to take to make the goal happen? I honestly, if somebody wants to fill their books, if that's the goal, what I tell them is take a picture of the back of someone's head, <laughs> throw it on Instagram <laughs> with write something like vanilla latte in the caption. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and then your books will Chicken be Parmesan. Your, your books will be flooded because people will know uh, what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> 
Um, just joking. Yeah, I, I agree with all of that stuff. And the action is the most important part. Most. And that's would, the accountability on you to do. I was just going to use that stupid mm-hmm. term that we used to use back in the day. Um, you got to get yourself a little accountability buddy. You do. Accountability buddy yeah. or whatever. Because it's easy to fall off. And then before you know it, now you're three months down and you're like, why am I not growing? That's Shoot, a whole I haven't done quarter. any work. Yeah. you have. Yeah. So. You and have. then you're, don't blame other people. That's on you. You have to do the work. All of this stuff falls yeah. on the individual for sure. Yeah. And it's easy to look at someone that's busy and you're like, I just want to do what they're doing. Well, Ask them what they did five years ago to get where they are today. That's where yeah. you should be starting. Yeah, don't don't, don't do what they're do doing what today. They're, yeah, because you're not at their level. Too many people trying to do that. Yep. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about with goal setting, and I think pe- I I've seen this mistake with some business uh, like advisor people out there giving advice and stuff, but you've got to adjust your goals in regard to time for your actual weeks. So you can't just say I need, if you're working stuff backwards, excuse me, you can't work from 52 weeks. There's 52 weeks in a year. Well, we just talked about closing one. Mm -hmm. So now you're at 51 weeks. You probably take more than one vacation. So let's call that now we're at 49 weeks. Right. And maybe around the holidays, you take a little bit of time off for events or travel or to see family or whatever. So now you're at 48 weeks. So when you're doing some math, adjust for not, you're not working right. 52 weeks out mm-hmm. of the year. So you have That's to, a great point. you have to adjust for that. Otherwise you'll be short when you get there and you're like, I was, Without understanding I was why. supposed to get yeah. two clients and I did. And I don't know why now right. I did what I was supposed to do. Yeah. No, you didn't. You fell short. You were yeah. supposed to do more, but you just set up your plan wrong. Correct. Probably not a huge deal, but you like, you're still going to make progress and progress compounds, but. You still want to account for Mm -hmm. that, especially when you're talking about numbers and math, because it's not just going to come out of thin air. Right. Let's dive in. I think that's all I had. Is that all you had on that? Let's dive into, um, we're flying through this. This is good. We're trying to keep these shorter. Nice. Let's talk about building confidence. Yeah, this is a good one. It's good. You can probably hear our kids (laughs) in the background. It's a beautiful day out and they are clearly loving life It's been absolutely disgusting here. Like a jungle. So if you're listening from somewhere else, and I know some of you are, we've I've seen um, recently we've had Colombia, oh wow, Israel, oh wow, Australia, and Germany. Cool. Listen, some listeners. So well, our summer has been all rain, and I'm not talking like little sucked. rain. It's downpouring. It's literally it feels like we live in a rainforest. I said that the other day. It smells gross. It's just yeah. The whole world <laughs> smells. I said the other day. Yeah. I was like the whole world smells. It's just this like. And we woke up today and it is cool and it's starting to dry out. And I think everyone's going to be a lot happier. You'll see some peps in the steps today. For sure. <laughs> I got to go to the grocery store after this. And, and you I'm, probably don't even care. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. We have the windows open. I have a candle going. Like, oh, so great. All right. Anyways. Building confidence. Building confidence. I was going to talk about it. It's, it's a good time of the year for it because if you're slower. Yeah. You got to work on your weaknesses. Do the things. Yep. So I think this is important. Because even like, even someone like me, so I've been doing hair for 20 whatever years. What do you mean even? <laughs> well, even because someone like me. someone's going to look, it's, it's easy to say, well, you've been doing hair so long, like, you just know everything. I still have days or moments where I am knocked off my, my where I s- sit with my confidence. And I second guess myself and I feel like I suck. And I'm like, I'm not good at this. And why am I doing this? I'm, I'm saying that because again, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, it's great to understand that everybody has a 
a bad day or a lack of self-confidence, maybe not for multiple days, but at moments. And even those that maybe you look up to in the social media platforms, those people have them too. But the difference is we work through it. So that confidence doesn't throw off my whole entire day. It might be in a moment. And then I, I have this awareness of like, why did I just feel like that? And what do I need to work on to move past that? So maybe I need to learn a new technical skill in today's world of hair, because it might be something I'm not comfortable in because it's it's new, right? I It's not where I what I've done all my life. Um, or maybe there's a certain client that I'm just not used to dealing with, and I have to now work on maybe some different consultation skills so when I get those type of people, I can consult better. Like, I ask myself, why am I feeling this? And then what can I do about it? And then I, again work on it? What can I work on so that I don't come into these situations um, over and over again? Yeah. Good. Agreed. Yeah. See you next week. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. I think confidence is just, so let's pick something specific. Let's say you're not confident in specific haircut. Short hair mm -hmm. is yeah, difficult. Is so let's talk about a bob. I don't mm -hmm. know. I'm just pulling something Love out of it. the air. You know how you're going to build confidence? Cut more bobs. Cutting bobs. Let's That's talk it. about bangs because people are always afraid of bangs. Cut more bangs, whether it's on a mannequin or on models. So <laughs> quick story. About two, three weeks ago, maybe, our daughter decided she wanted to learn how to ride a bike. Mm -hmm. And she had no confidence. She went about one foot, wobbled. It's too hard. I can't do it. It's too hard. And threw the bike down. Yeah. Not really. She... She put the kickstand down and yeah. leaned the bike over because she has respect for her stuff. But anyways, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't she do was it. so frustrated. Yeah. And I was like, the only way you can build confidence is to ride that bike. Mm -hmm. You can't just think about it. Like and you said earlier, you can't like, just put it into the universe. Right. She was kicking and screaming, learning how to ride this dang bike. But she did it. Yeah. And like within a week or two, now she's confident so enough that she can ride she the damn bike. brings her bike up to her friend's house. Like, it's very cool. And she... Just built the confidence by riding the bike. Yeah. So you have to put the reps in, put the reps in. If you're not comfortable, like, I don't know, say you're a barber and you're not comfortable using a straight razor, use the straight razor, get comfortable. Correct. Take the fucking blade out and practice. Right. God forbid someone practice something. Yeah. Like practice, practice, practice. All right. Any other confidence? No, I uh, think that's great. I just ranted. I love it. For no reason because i'm daydreaming about walking up and down the aisles at the grocery store <laughs> because i just nice want to get outside <laughs> all right so let's go into your pet peeve all right so i i it's funny that i keep seeing this lately i don't know if it's like the algorithm or if it's i don't know what's going on but i feel like i keep noticing the closed books thing again okay and it's funny because it's if it's a slow time of year what is what is happening? So our I also wonder if people put that up to look a certain way, and I guarantee oh, you they're 100, still taking new clients. One hundred percent. Like books closed, but you know, if someone texts me and I need to get them in. I'm going to like you're right. not really closed. Like I is it like a yeah? Is it, is it a look thing? I would have to say yes, but I also think it's because I've, I've we have a podcast on this from a while, but I've never done this, and I. I'm a fairly booked person, but I love seeing new people. And as long as they can get in where they fit, that's the thing. I'll so accommodate. I think it's a very sort of primitive way to look at success, but I think it's what some people are 
are wrapping up as success. Some people are like, yeah, I, if I I'm agree. so full. Yeah. Now I have a few problems with it because it doesn't make any sense to close your books. I, never. I agree. I've never heard a good argument for it. I've seen people, and I'm talking about it. If you want to grow your business, if you want to stunt your business, go for it. Close your books. <laughs> you do you. Yeah, do what you want either way. Don't listen to some dude and his <laughs> wife on a podcast. You know what I mean? But if you are listening, I hope that you question why you're doing that. Right. Are you doing it just to sort of live in that echo chamber because you know everyone, like all the other stylists are going to come out and be like, congratulations. Because I yeah. keep seeing, I saw that the other day. And this wasn't even a hair person. This was, um, I'll say beauty industry related, but I don't think they did hair. So this person was like, my books are closed because of my clients. I won't be able to see my clients if I keep seeing new, too many new clients. And then in the comments, because I was curious, mm. it was a whole bunch of congratulations and I'm so proud of your success and all that stuff. And I was like, that's like so short-sighted, yeah. I guess. Sorry, I'm wicked stuffy, so I'm trying to breathe through this, but... <laughs> I, it's just, it's really confusing. I don't get it. Of why you would turn away business. Right. So if you're worried about your client that comes in every six weeks or whatever, have them fucking book out for the six weeks. If they can only do that time, they well, should be doing that it. anyways. If, if you're, if you, if you don't have the time, if your clients are that way, I have clients that book out the whole entire year. That's just where they're at. They know they want the certain day, the certain time, and they stick with that. Um, there's the ones that don't reschedule and they're like, they'll get in whatever. Like I, everybody can do whatever they're doing, but if I have a spot open and someone new wants it, by yeah, all why means, would you take not, it. You're never going to be a hundred percent booked a hundred percent of the time because things happen. People and here's take the thing, vacations, people get sick, people get they flat move, tires, like anything. Yeah. I, I someone falls and, or, you know, I don't wish harm on it, no. but just for the example, someone falls and they bust their arm and they have to go to the ER or urgent care or whatever. I just had a client who had a huge surgery. I haven't seen her in like eight months. Like, so she just, she's just messaged me to come back in. But so if I like held that spot for her for eight months, I can't take a new client because like this client might need that space. Like that doesn't right. make sense to me. And now she was like, give me what you have and I'll see where I can fit in. Like, that's just how it goes. And I think if you run a business being, I don't mean this negatively, but I guess being so loyal to the clients or you're letting now your clients run your business, you're going to get salty because when they leave you or they move or whatever, you're like, well, now what do I do? Because now I have all these holes in my schedule. Well, you're running your right, business. Right, and you're advertising controlled that you're not correct. taking clients. So. so your clients are loyal to you and some are going to be loyal to you to the day they die. Others are loyal to you right now. And you're maybe that changes or they just decide to go see someone else or whatever. Yeah, you're good That's on it. that little rant That's all I got. there. I agree with all that. And so when I used to work for a restaurant and it was like semi-fine dining, we'll say. Yeah, definitely was, I think. And the person that was running the restaurant was like, we're booked solid. He would he would like tell people that came in and try to get a reservation or anybody that called. We were in a downtown area, so mm -hmm. lots of foot traffic. People would just walk in. And he would be so proud that he had no table for them. And eventually, you notice that the bookings went down. And so... Because there was a reputation. There was a reputation for you can't get in there. Right. So And that became not good. Eventually, people stopped trying. Right. Nobody's going to beg you to do their hair. Yeah. Like, they might a little bit, but then 
if you're like, sorry, I don't take new clients, they're going to find a solution to their problem. They have a problem. You offer a solution, but you're literally telling them you don't want to do it. So I ended up taking over the restaurant as front of the house manager. Mm -hmm. And this was like not, not very long after this other person was doing this stuff. Right. And it was just a different approach. So I said, we can't do this anymore. Don't do not book a hundred percent of the restaurant. And I, I was lucky because I had, I was working with hostesses and people that understood that being a hostess isn't just walking somebody to a table for right. It's about managing the flow of the traffic. Yes. It's about making sure that your clients or guests or whatever you want to call them are having a great experience, right? Yeah. Your hostess. It's a big part. So I had an opportunity to go to another restaurant that was very busy and I shadowed them running their restaurant and I brought that information back to our restaurant. And for the weekend, I ran through, I was like, we're going to do it this new way. And I ran through and we allowed, I, I don't remember the exact, you know, percents, but we allowed a, a decent amount of space for walk-ins. We were like, we, you know, we're trying to switch the reputation. So it's like, we don't have tables available to book, but we have tables available. So just mm -hmm. come on in, right? Because that would bring people in like, oh, now I'm going to have you go over to the bar. Right. Your table will be ready in 30 minutes. You're going to have a cocktail anyways before yeah. dinner. So who cares where you're sitting? After that first weekend, I was pulled aside by multiple people, servers that were like, I've never made that much money. Mm -hmm. And the restaurant ran smoothly because you're not getting these waves of, you know, seat the whole restaurant, hammer the kitchen, right. have to help them dig out, then deal with all the complaints because stuff's missed because it was too right. busy. And if you've never been in the restaurant industry, you don't know what I'm talking about, but <laughs> waves are the worst oh. and they put you in the weeds. Yep. Um, but anyways, open your fucking books because you don't want that reputation. You might think you want it because people applaud you on social media, but I want you to ask yourself if any of those people that are saying congratulations to you are your clients. <laughs> right. Because they're probably just your friends from hair school or whatever. Anyways... That was my rant. I like it. And uh, I think we can wrap up unless you have anything nope. else. So all this stuff sort of goes together to wrap up. Slow times. You can deal with those by opening your books. <laughs> uh, gold setting and building confidence. Kind of wrap those things up. We got, you know, about a half of the year left. Yeah. Before we're And if you uh, need help with goal setting, you're, at a, you're like, I don't even know where to start. That's... Oh, just what we're here out. for. Just reach out. We, <laughs> we can will... set some micro goals, some big goals, like whatever you need. You might need something just to get you over the next little bit, or maybe you want the end of the year, you have a big goal and you don't know how to break it down. Um, that's what we're here for. Yeah. Grab yourself a mentor. Even if it's not us, you need to do yeah. it anyways. It can even no, help you build some confidence. There's no shame in that, which I, I noticed something about that. So maybe that's another episode. But, All right. Uh, people don't have, uh, it's probably an ego issue, but people have a, an issue with saying that they have help, that they've hired somebody oh, to help them. I think them. having a mentor is the best thing you could ever do. Fuck yeah. You need someone to help you grow <laughs> and that's your accountability, buddy. And you will be extremely successful more than you could ever imagine if you have somebody keeping you accountable and keeping you consistent in your goals. That's the fastest way to get to where yes. you want to be. Let's wrap it on that. Okay. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.